वेलकम बैक टू अ ब्रांड न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ द कॉफी प्रोटोकॉल पॉडकास्ट दिस इज योर होस्ट बरिस्तान बाइक कॉफी कंसल्टेंट एंड एजुकेटर सो एज आई प्रॉमिस लास्ट वीक वी आर बैक अगेन विद अ ब्रांड न्यू एपिसोड व्हिच इज आल्सो अ डिफरेंट टेक ऑन कॉफी दिस टाइम वी टॉकिंग टू समबडी फ्रॉम द फोटोग्राफी वर्ल्ड एंड शी इज अ वेल नोन पर्सन इन द कॉफी कैफे सर्किट हर नेम इज साई पूर्णिमा also known as sasha okay please on instagram trust me we had a very very good episode she has an interesting take on photography and how she had her journey in this field uh, especially towards the food photography side of it and how we can benefit it from so yeah without further ado let's start the episode now hit record and do it i don't want to be a food blogger 500 rupees a restaurant yes and now that is not even the price i would consider ever a what is flat lay photography if you take a couple lying on the beach it's not a flat lay right? see i am nobody to say but i'm just saying that there's a way of See, I'm going to brag a lot about myself. So I have been ranting all my life. So I am Sai Purnima Madhwal, also known as Sasha. Uh, specifically, Sasha. Okay, please. and uh, i am a food photographer i run this company called white plate stories and uh, i have no idea why you called me on this podcast because i am a chai person so <laughs> yes that's okay. that's the most basic introduction i would have of me okay well i also like chai especially mm-hmm. in the morning uh, not mm-hmm. a lot of people know that probably i'll edit it out <laughs> but yeah i mean cool so i i got you on the podcast for a very interesting reason is because when we talk about coffee or coffee industry in general normally uh, cafe aspect of it is not really taken into consideration mm-hmm. and even if we talk about cafes uh, we miss out on a lot of finer details and mm-hmm. photography or visualizing them is one of those thing which is normally either taken too lightly or overlooked or mm-hmm. people think that maybe not today some other day we'll just get to do that or we'll do it ourselves or you know masi ka ladka camera hai uske paas he will do it you know that's how yes. Yes. And i think it is important to take that um, a little seriously to know more what lies behind so that is the reason uh, i wanted you to come uh, on this podcast i i do personally follow a lot of photographers because i generally have an interest in photography just as a layman but i also like to learn a lot of things so i i okay. look at people's photographs and oh that is so cool that is a nice point of view or oh, that is such a different mm. take on how we normally mm. look at it and mm. so and that is how i probably started i don't i don't even remember how i started following you but once i did it was really a lot of entertaining content um <laughs> right from different photographs and the uh, behind the scenes 
uh, and of course the latest edition of Sasha Rams and uh, a lot of things which is so I think I think it is a pretty um, cool account to follow so if you guys <laughs> are not following this account uh, you definitely should follow this account I'll put the uh, link and the ID in the show notes later on for you guys to follow very unprofessional page please don't mind <laughs> <laughs> hey but you have a separate professional page which also I'll put yeah, it on yeah. the uh, show notes so yes, they can go there over <laughs> Okay, cool. Okay, so, so um, you just did mention that uh, you're a chai person, but forgetting about chai or coffee, how did you get into photography? Uh, so uh, I did a course for nine months and okay. in the nine months, we were 30 students. So mm-hmm. it's okay if it's a long story, right? I mean, yeah. it's not that long, but uh, so there are 30, there were 30 students. In the 30 students, there were only like five who were very passionate and coming there for like real uh, career-wise, uh, you know, to learn. Okay. And in those five people, I have been the one who has been not- noticed by the photographer, like the teacher, okay. who are photographers, of course. So those two, they hired me as assistant interns in their uh, work, which were okay. weddings. So I okay. have been doing weddings as soon as I started my career, like the most heaviest work. Uh, I started with that. And in that, one of my professors gave his gave my number to this is my photo food photography journey now. Okay. So he gave uh, cut to that he gave me give me his clients number. Okay. Who uh, started a voucher business and uh, that was based out of Jaipur. So okay. he came down and he wanted to list Mumbai uh, restaurants under him restaurants, cafes, etc. This okay. uh, so what he do- did is he asked me, can I get some beverage photos and food photos? Okay. So. Uh, in that, I had shot eight restaurants as a beginner with no knowledge of food photography, just my basic camera. I have gone there. Uh, I think this is in 2014 or 15, I think. Okay. And I went, I shot eight uh, photo, eight restaurants. So I had that on my portfolio. Then I came across uh, my ex-business partner, Darshil. Uh, he was uh, he was running an agency called Place and He still is. And it's a restaurant uh, marketing agency. So what he did, he hired me for one project. Okay. So of course that one project was very uh, basic, but he did see a lot of potential in me. And okay. as a budding photographer, you know, you can see that this girl will grow. Okay. Thanks to his opportunity, we kept doing shoot after shoot for his uh, brands. Mm-hmm. Of course, low payment, it started with a lot of low payment, but I was getting paid, which is great for a beginner. Okay. Correct. I attended a few workshops, which taught me angles and composition and lighting. I watched YouTube videos. It's so food photography was never taught to me. Okay. I taught that to myself Self-taught. with practice. No, okay. it's practice. Okay. So uh, practice has what made me perfect. If okay. I have to say, uh, then so now after so many projects, uh, we started getting T-Villa and, you know, Starbucks. And like I started getting bigger brands, which is when I felt the need to uh, tag myself as a brand okay. more than a personal, like individual, because what was happening was I was getting told each time I walked into a meeting, oh, you're too young, like that I was taken very, uh, you know, like a joke because of my height or not, not that short, but basically I come <laughs> off as a kid. Okay. Which, uh, which was not good. When I come off, come off as white plate stories, people don't know who the person behind the brand is. They just know the work. They're coming for the work. Correct. So, um, yeah, that's why now I officially own white plate stories. It's my food photography company. Nice. 
Um, and you had mentioned that when you started, which was back in 2014, 15, when you did that eight restaurant, uh, the mm. city, you did it for what, 500 rupees a restaurant? A restaurant, 500 rupees a restaurant, yes. And now that is not even the price I would consider ever. Correct. Oh my God. <laughs> so uh, I would never recommend that as well. Like even if someone is a beginner now, I wouldn't recommend that for restaurant wise because uh, even Zomato pays more than that. So Zomato, Swiggy, whoever, like aggregators, they pay more then mm. that 500 per restaurant so that was an awful pricing which i gave out of nowhere not recommended <laughs> correct so if you are a photographer definitely do not go that low for do sure. not go yeah do not go that low so who so after you did that eight um restaurants and you did the other uh, restaurant projects mm. or cafe projects once you started white plate stories mm. who was your first client a chamber based bakery client okay uh, and my first quotation was like 20 30000 okay. and i was i was like wow somebody is wanting to pay that cost considering the fact that i've come from that 500 mm-hmm. i was like wow clients are actually willing to pay that much you know mm-hmm. they understand the value of this mm-hmm. so that's what our base pricing started off as because of course it's a brand so people know what they're coming for right mm-hmm. uh, so that was a bakery brand i don't know if they're still open but uh, we shot uh, macaroons and ba- uh, breads and everything. Okay. Of course, a coffee, but I mean, that was a machine coffee, like, you okay. know. So. <laughs> nice. Cool. Um, now that you got into, I mean, you, you, you got into food photography, you got into um, covering a lot of different brands. For somebody who is starting a cafe, for somebody who is starting a food brand or a food business, hmm. Why should he or she look into hiring a professional photographer? One, visuals. So visuals play a huge uh, role when it comes to food and beverage industry. Like I should know what your food looks like. Uh, And like there's a lot more layers to it. But number one is that if your food, I cannot smell you through the phone, right? So I need to know what your food is. So apart from the menu, apart from knowing what a grilled sandwich is, like how does your grilled sandwich look? I know you're saying grill, but what if you're selling me this triangle toast? So it's important. And now because of Instagram, like boom and Instagram, I feel people do check the page before going to the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yesterday, even when I was going to a cafe, I actually looked up what they are doing on the Instagram first. Mm-hmm. But that's because of course of my technical and other background right but as an audience also a lot of people they want to see ambience what is the place look like you know what is the food are they serving the coffee with the latte you know what's the glass I want a picture with the cup that's the kind of everybody wants a picture correct so people are pre-visiting your site or and that's Instagram primarily so uh, visuals play an important role so getting mm. photography done is very mm. important mm. it's okay if you don't have a budget and you do it with a phone but you have to make sure that it looks appealing because if if it's not professional people won't take you seriously it is true that Correct. people will think kuch to hai. like creatives say one cup is cut out and put or you know and it, if it's stock images see I mean I understand it won't look bad but it should be ethically taken. Okay. So, so if a cafe is still doing visuals, uh, they should try and match it as close as possible as to what they're serving. 
Okay. So if it's your take, uh, so just not cafe, but any restaurant. If you're doing a black plate, then try taking pictures of black plate. Okay. And if you put a fine dine picture and you're serving horribly on your, you know, plating the food bad, so it's a clash. You're you're telling your audience that oh no no we presented ourselves that way, but we are not. That Correct. Way. So give the experience prior to the audience before they come down to you know eat. Yeah. It's a complete experience, and that's what a person with you know in all seriousness who has opened a restaurant or an outlet will do that because they want to communicate an overall experience uh, to his customer correct it's like it's like watching a movie trailer before going and watching the full movie right yeah, yeah. it's want... come to that now yeah. yeah i mean because you would want to look at oh the ambience is nice or whatever is nice and yeah. like and sometimes i mean like i don't know i mean but uh, even without thinking sometimes we do take certain decisions right like we took a we take a look at this picture of a nice cafe or a nice restaurant and i'll think oh i might take my girlfriend there because you're visualizing that this place is going to be good, good and if you yeah. end up going there and like oh this is not at all how it was shown it's like a bummer like oh shit yeah so, so I mean, even ambience and food yes again it matters that your visuals play a good role so right. that's why you need photography but of course there are alternatives if you can't afford it correct right? so which is what i mentioned that you can have stock images but stock images again you have to be very very careful so when you say careful uh, it is it is how you are again going to i mean one you have to take it legally uh, don't just pick it out of pinterest and just you know put that low res take it out of uh, official sites that do royalty free copyright free uh, images okay even there there are a lot of uh, issues because you know some someone stole my picture and put it on the stock image uh, site i don't want that uh-huh. so again you have to cross check who the source is is that source of photographer do some research i i want to let people know that when you are putting so much thought in your brand take that kind of effort it reflects and it's a very it's very impressive trust me because when you launch there are 100 eyes on you correct and most of those people are marketing people because correct. they are wanting to come tap you right so they are already eyeing you and they are understanding how much you are yourself into the brand it's correct. not about the money always it's about how you know how much you love your own place correct and how much would you do for it correct correct So now that does make a lot of sense I, I have a very weird question what according to you or how would you describe a good picture a well lit picture would be my first thought a well lit a very well lit picture yes okay. i need to see clearly what it is uh because even if it's shot on phone it's completely fine but if your photo is just so grainy and dark how will i see what you're serving right so maybe a well lit picture mm-hmm. it can be dark or bright i mean in the background but i mean it should be bright you should be able first to see thought. things yeah first thought okay okay and what will be the next thing after you see that it's then well it would be well co- well composed of course so it can be com- uh, you know your composition could come through props it can come through lighting so many ways that you can even if it's just two elements the mm. way it is cropped it also becomes composed right if you you have the rule of thirds and everything so i think the composition matters what is a composition uh, uh, how you frame your uh, 
I mean, don't ask me technically because I was not te- taught technically and I don't teach technically. But basically, how you uh, frame, like in your frame, where do you place your product or your food or whatever, and around it, what is there? So you're giving a story altogether. So your composition could have something going on at the back or in the front or nothing at all. It's mm-hmm. okay. Like that's what you planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are rules to it of course that how your eyes are led like there are rules and you try to stick to the rules and after knowing then you break it it's fine just don't be like a person i don't want to follow anything i don't want the bank center effect because i don't like it this that and some people are like no no i don't want it off center so first understand why the rule is right the mm-hmm. eyes lead on our screen so is it going on phone are people viewing on phone okay so are they going to see in the said Are they going to see straight? So that's composition. So after lighting, composition because comp uh, lighting is not something everyone will observe. Correct. As a layman, you will not see the lighting, mm. but you will see how it is. That's it. But composition, Correct. yes, your eyes will be leading, and that's what will catch your eye. That's yeah. a great photo. Interesting. Uh, one more thing, we we I'm sure I learned today uh, mm. in the technical aspect of it. When since we are talking about jargons. um there are a couple of more jargons that i i wanted to know uh, and i'm sure a lot of other people who are listening to it might also mm-hmm. not know of it uh, willingly a what is flat lay photography okay so flat lay is a new term that has come up uh, in the past few years uh, flat lay is basically uh, this top shot it's also known as a top shot it has to be a top shot Okay. uh and it's composed in a very certain like way with lot of props or it can be completely minimal okay i know a friend who does just a teacup every day on instagram okay. he's quite famous uh, but anyway so it doesn't matter flat lay the common myth of a flat lay is that it has to be full and mostly you will when you search for it you will always get like crowded 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 maximalist photos because that's the beauty of it but okay. it's actually a top shot So okay. you, but you cannot call a top shot a lot too much logic here. But you cannot call a top shot a flat lay because okay. you need to compose it a certain way. Okay, that is also there. So your flat lay will be a very, uh, you know, typical elements. Key table top, whoa, your work desk situation, or your uh, in a cafe situation with hands in it. This that okay. I cannot just take a top shot and say, "Ha, this is a flat lay." Okay. so it is it is a mix yeah. of a lot of things but flat lay yeah, a... will be a top shot but all top shot will not be a flat lay so now if you take a couple lying on the beach it's not a flat lay right so <laughs> that that's what i meant but i think mainly for food and products that's the term they've coined now okay. that it's flat lay mm-hmm. uh, it works really well uh, for food mm-hmm. because you don't see that perspective as a person you'll never see your food oh. extremely from top it's always yeah. 45 Correct, correct. So it's a very interesting perspective to see your food from top, and it's mainly used for food that's flat, like pizza. Okay. Oh, that does make sense. Nice. And a beautiful latte art. <laughs> of course. Oh yeah, I I never thought of it in that angle, the forty-five degree angle, and the really top <laughs> shot. Nice. Cool. So that is what flat is. Okay, nice. Uh, what is color correction? A lot of people talk about color correction. Yeah, then you know, you know, we need to do some color correction on this. And like, uh, so see, sometimes our food is not. I'm only going to talk in terms of food. It's sure. easier. 
so our food is not enhanced uh, you know in the photo it looks very discolored mm-hmm. or you know the the way we shoot it it's not the correct color that's on the plate okay so the clients are usually not happy you know that there's a lot of mismatch or the teal will look green or it will look extremely blue and thanks to white balance uh, and especially if you're shooting with phone our phone is trying to adapt to the lighting outside so if it's too hot the photo will look very blue and you know if there are a lot of yellow color going on it will be too blue and mm. vice versa so when you go to a snowy mountain place you won't get that blue effect you'll get a lot of yellow effect mm. to it so the temperature of light and the temperature outside matters and it impacts okay. on your phone or it's on your phone and your camera basically okay. so when you shoot on auto mode mm. your photo will not be at optimum color so okay. you have to color correct it there is some basic editing you have to do people don't like it but you have to do it uh, and there are some people who extremely change the color of food which is awful uh, i mean it's their space but uh, so the green has to pop sometimes our mint and basil don't look good so the green has to pop so that's basically color correction where you're getting the color right okay or at least good enough so that it attracts the eye when you're posting it okay fair enough so that is color correction yeah okay. most likely you can use lightroom for this lightroom okay okay um okay now it makes sense now uh no the next question is also related to something you just mentioned Uh, i mean i see a lot of people <laughs> i'm sure you would see more than i do but yeah when people mm-hmm. just just take a photo on auto mode okay and mm-hmm. there's a lot of thing that the camera and the phone it is trying to process on its own and trying to mm-hmm. match everything right mm-hmm. but when you go in the manual mode you have to really know what's happening with what like you need to know you need to know what an aperture is doing you need to know what an iso is doing you need to do a lot of other things so that you know yeah. what's happening in your in your uh, kit to be able to click that picture now one thing which a lot of people do not understand i mean obviously there's a lot of term but the one term that did come out a lot was the iso what is an iso it will just basically increase the exposure of the photo okay so uh, that that and it will include include the external lighting so even if we are shooting in a very very dark room and there's one light somewhere in the corner mm. it will try to pull that into your frame because it needs it so okay. exposure is getting increased like the brightness of the photo is increasing with iso mm. remember at the same times it calls it's also increasing the number of grains noise in your photo Correct. so it will get grainier if you have bad lighting Okay. which is why when you are shooting in natural light the ideal time to shoot is from 9 am to 4 pm in the evening okay. after that it's getting dull even though you're not realizing but it is getting dull you need that sun to be that harsh okay for a natural light for uh, you know basic camera this is what okay. i'm saying okay for okay. my camera i can keep pumping up the iso as much as i want i don't do it because i want to maintain the softness of the image but just saying that people who don't mind the grains go ahead do it but if mm. you're shooting professionally you cannot afford that kind of look and feel because it's not in your hand right it's not okay. a personal project correct so iso increases the brightness at okay. the same time it gives a lot of grains in the picture like a lot of people do ask me like for example 
when I was working in hotels, uh, people used to ask me, do you go, do you judge the kind of food that you eat? I mean, because mm-hmm. that just comes with the profession, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you end up working with the food and then you go with your friends to have food and then you be like, <laughs> how do you think is the food? Do you think, do you think there's something missing? All, all sorts of questions like that. And now mm-hmm. when it's with coffee, the same questions like, um, how did you like the coffee? Uh, do you think it was good? Do you think it was bad? Do you think it was... I asked you that yesterday. Do you have something similar? For example, do you judge people who use only auto mode, for example? Uh, I fall into the food category also. But uh, no, I don't judge them for auto mode. But my issue is that if you're getting paid and you're doing it professionally, calling yourself a photographer, no, I am judging you big time. You cannot be a photographer on auto mode. Uh, yes, you might have great composition skills, you might have great lighting skills, but you're not using ca- the camera the way it's supposed to be. Uh, see, I've got, I'm nobody to say, but I'm just saying that there's a way of working. Like, don't you feel guilty that you don't know anything about your camera and you want to go and get paid and call yourself a photographer? There are, uh, so the shutter, aperture, and ISO play a very important role. So with the given lighting, if you can do the best with that, the three settings, you know what you want. Now, let's say you want a pouring shot, but you don't want to shoot on auto mode. So no. auto mode will decide now there's a very less lighting. Let me stay on a very you know low uh, shutter speed. So let's say the shutter speed by default is at one at 10. Okay. Your pouring shot won't come because you don't know what the setting is right you went there up as a photographer saying i know to shoot but i will manage in auto mode so i recommend so one pro tip very very pro tip that i got from my mentor i started with see i'm going to brag a lot about myself i started shooting manual as soon as i understood the three basic settings it is important to try and uh, you know do the trial and error but the uh, so for most people who don't switch to manual uh, when you're shooting on auto and you get the result you want, see the setting. Is it 1 by 200? Is it 4.5? And is it, you know, ISO 600, 800, whatever. Then you keep that on manual and shoot it every day. Ah, so okay. understanding what the camera is teaching you. So mm-hmm. if you're not making that effort, so yes, I judge people with auto mode, but not all phone. Phone, auto mode is fine. And so, how, how does this... How, iPhone doesn't even have manual mode, so it's okay now. I can't even I fall into that category. Uh, and how, how does it happen with the food? Like, do people ask you questions about food as well when you go eat food? Like, uh, no, no, nobody asks me, but I judge uh, the place big time. I had awful experience yesterday. I, I'm telling you, I'm not even a coffee expert, but I was so upset. I said, I make better coffee. Trust me, I make better coffee. And that too, with instant, I would. So uh, with all the basic coffee experience I have, I expect my coffee to be good. Okay. And I am spending to be there, right? So it's it's always, I am thinking from a customer perspective mm-hmm. while I'm also thinking from a restaurant perspective. So when okay. I go to a restaurant, uh, if I don't enjoy the experience, I'm trying to figure what are you not doing as a brand to mm-hmm. increase my customer experience. And as a, as a customer, you know, I am, trying to i'm paying so mm. at the least your food should be tasty don't <laughs> serve me water it's fine don't check my temperature whatever but at least your food should be tasty 
I should yeah. leave it saying I can deal with this crappy service, but I need to come back for the free. That okay. should be it. Okay. And trust me, if you you be whatever on Instagram, whatever be your pricing, if your food is good, people will come. So that's the first nailing okay. the food right. So that's why I judge a lot of restaurants, but I don't know how to put it out there. So. I don't want to be a food blogger. <laughs> <laughs> My Sasha Ranch is enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, a lot of people do. I mean, I don't know if it correlates entirely, but mm-hmm. you hire a photographer, okay? And obviously, there will be some photographers who are just starting into the industry, and who might relatively be uh, a little less expensive. and then there'll be people with more expense more experience and obviously they'll be a little more expensive compared to the um, new entrants uh, and of course there might be differences in the kind of kits that each individual comes with the kind of camera kits or whatever that is mm. but do you think or believe that is a there is a direct correlation between expensive photography and good photographs somewhere yes but uh, somewhere yes otherwise no and it comes only down to experience and the equipment yes because if it's expensive you must be assured that the kind of equipment choice that the person is making is good the camera everything yes so the output wise good quality great quality holding level wherever you want to put it out uh, so that way yes the cost and experience go hand in hand because as the person has grown they have chosen the kind of equipment they want to give the output to but need not be because i know a lot of budding photographers who are, who are amazing like i love their work and uh, poor thing they don't know how to price themselves or they don't have the exposure to clients they don't know how they are way so the only benefit of experience is the professionalism you hmm. you get contacts you get to understand how the market works how to price yourself you know the worth of everything correct but good photo i don't think necessarily like someone who is a beginner also can pull off better images than me today correct so that ego has to be kept aside and uh, no no it has it, it doesn't mean because i feel like let's say uh, uh, if i uh, train someone like someone who is into painting okay they understand colors right mm. so for them their photo will be good because they understand how the colors work in a frame mm. so the right pairing of blue and green or the right pairing of blue and yellow so that way it could be a good photo that way mm. makes sense makes sense like for example if somebody is starting up with a cafe or a coffee project or mm. a restaurant project how would she or he go about finding the right photographer okay so uh there are two things to this question one mm-hmm. i would suggest how how to come down to after you find the photographer uh so first thing is keywords so you have to understand your keywords uh this topic will revolve around mumbai right now so uh i have come to know that people find me through google and people find me through instagram and definitely the one that works the most is word of mouth so if you don't know projects you won't get projects it's you have to start somewhere hmm. free to free karlo you have to put yourself out there 
Okay. So one, show your work as a photographer. Suggestion: Show your work and use hashtags and put make a website. Use Behance, whatever. Be somewhere and use keywords of food photographer. Okay. Now from client's perspective, search on Google food photographer in India, food photographer mm-hmm. Mumbai, any city, and food photographer near me. Mm-hmm. So if you are searching from Bandra, the closest you will find is me, Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. So Google Maps will show you. Uh, who your photog- uh, nearest food photographer is, and it will also as as per uh, SEO, it will show you the top rated uh, food photographers. So the SEO has ranked uh, them one. Mm-hmm. So even if that photographer is doing fashion, he has used food as a term because his SEO is good. He will show up first, even before me. Okay. So SEO plays a very important role. Uh, if you search on Google, it's enough. Okay. You'll find Behance profiles. You'll find websites to the food photographer. You'll even find uh, Instagram links of food photographers over there. Second and the most effective currently, the most trending way to find the food photographer is hashtag on Instagram. Okay. Almost all my clients, I have asked them, where have you found me? Hashtag. So okay. the hashtag is playing the biggest role. Instagram is playing like a C uh, SEO right now. They are working. The algorithm is working like that. So. Pro tip: If you want to find someone, go on the hashtag food photographer Bangalore, Mumbai, India, whatever, mm-hmm. and you will in the name of the person also you will find, and in hashtag also you will find a lot of work. Whichever you want, you feel you resonate with, you can opt for them. Mm-hmm. Be careful before approaching what are your prices. There are a lot of uh, you know aspects below it. Like you have to understand why you are getting the shoot done. Where are you posting? Social media, website, hoarding, because the quality matters then. Mm-hmm. Okay, then uh, how many photos? How many dishes? Please don't do thirty dishes because they are on the menu. It doesn't make sense because uh, you could do top five, mm-hmm. get good photos. It's enough. Mm-hmm. Don't have to shoot thirty photos, spoil the quality of the shoot, pay the photographer unnecessary. You know, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You will say hundred rupee per picture. Why? I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't because you want to get the the menu shoot. So, be mindful of the requirements. So, how many photos? How many dishes? Uh, where you want to put it out? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, how and then you can ask the you can give these requirements to the photographer. You will get a costing. Mm-hmm. So, as per my knowledge, people charge anywhere out from five thousand onwards. Mm-hmm. Or five hundred rupee per picture. I know that this is currently the market price, considering the fact that of people who want to desperately get work to. Okay. Or uh, so ideal if you go through, uh, go directly to the photographer. Please don't go through your agency. Don't go through. I am spoiling the market, but I am being very honest, and it's required. Okay. Don't go through your agency. Your agency is keeping a cut. This is truth, truth, truth. Complete truth. <laughs> the agency is keeping a cut. They are telling you the photographer charges fifteen. They are paying the photographer five. They are keeping that ten, which right. is awful because in that fifteen thousand you will afford a lot of good photos. You will afford mm-hmm. a lot of good marketing. You can use that money for ads. So be careful how you pay a photographer, where the money is going, whom you are speaking to. Just ha- if you don't want a meeting, have a video call, have a phone call. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't type what are your charges. There's more to it. Like Correct. I could be someone fake behind everything, Correct. all the facade, right? I could Correct. steal your money and go. So, 
this is a good uh, tip I want to give to Correct. brands and cafes who are starting out. Be very careful when you're hiring a food photographer. Yeah, that does that does make sense because I mean you cannot just just say how much do you charge? Oh, I charge this much. This does not make sense because there's so many um, yeah. things that go behind that, right? And and I I sort of do relate to that because a lot of people do the same with me. Like, oh, they want to open a cafe. How much do you charge? Like, hold on. Like, <laughs> wait. Like, what do you want? What what is what is going to be the entire uh, scope of work? What all yeah. you want to help? Yeah. Maybe sometimes you don't need my help. You know, there's yeah. so many things, right? And if you just plainly ask, oh, how much is your charge? that that is just a very yeah there are so thing. many services that are playing in so people come to me for white background images and i'm like oh my god i have not even put out white background images what makes you think i'm the ideal person for it like you could go to the person who does that hmm. come to me for my expertise you pay hmm. me for what i do right there hmm. are so many i do do it of course but that's not the ideal uh Wait, did I go? Yeah, that's not the ideal way, right? Correct. So yeah, so services matter. What services do you offer? That would be a better question. And then, like for you also, when people come to you, Correct. they should be asking that first to understand what you're offering. Yeah. So just talk, just talk, understand, and then probably then probably look at the know. pricing. Correct. Correct. That would definitely uh does. And, and trust me, I'm a big fan of cut to chase. Okay, like I don't like this. Hello, how are you? And you know, I want to even I want to give you the pricing, but then you'll just flee with the cost. If I tell them one lakh, they'll be like, oh, what one lakh? And, you know, they might just run away. But why? What am I giving you in that cost? I just Correct. understand. Correct. So Correct. yeah, yeah, absolutely. How much do you charge? Oh, I'll charge uh, three lakhs. So three lakh. <laughs> heart attack. I'll go right now. I mean. I do not charge tax. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't charge one like that. But it's good to say that, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was, I just wanted to purposely give one number. I, I didn't want to keep it the lowest. Uh, I did the same. Uh, no, but that that does make sense. Uh, cool. Now, okay, just quickly, I wanted to touch. How did you start with? Uh, the Sasha Rants. So I have been ranting all my life. Okay. okay. Uh, since school, I have gotten into trouble for it. I have written. Uh, so I don't cuss. I don't give bad words. And uh, that's because my mom doesn't like it. So okay. keeping that for her. And I, I personally don't find it. like. So I posted one bad word on my Facebook page in 2008. Okay. I was almost get got slapped at that time because of that. So that's one. I went to the principal's office. I fought with my college professor in DMM. Uh, so I feel the need to voice my opinion mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Unasked. So yes, I want to talk. Mm-hmm. I I have the fighting spirit. So I put it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And a uh, lot of controversy. Got into a lot of fights. Friends, everything. Nobody likes this side of me. Because mm-hmm. it's just out there, bold unasked opinion something people don't agree with Hmm. or they agree with but don't want to say it Hmm. that's the biggest one Um, I wanted to monetize not monetize basically I wanted to make it something legit Hmm. considered it left it again so this is one thing which actually gave me a big viral effect on Instagram not really viral but I would consider it (laughs) things to not say to a photographer 
उट दे Correct. I just wanted to get that out. It got reshared two thousand times. There are some thousand saves on it, six thousand likes on it. I don't know. God knows it, it what. Pretty much got viral. For me, it's viral. Yes, uh, it yeah. is not that. As I mean, of course, a viral viral is different. But for my level, yes, it's a good thing because a lot of photographers and pan India. It was not yeah. just Mumbai based. A lot of Chennai. Uh, I saw a lot of Tamil Nadu-based uh, photographers sharing my post constantly. I don't know how clients have reacted after seeing this because it was a client edition. Hmm. As a client, what to not say to a photographer? After seeing this response, I thought, okay, maybe this might be a good thing to start as a series. Hmm. So uh, I made more, but. If they are okay, and they are not doing that. Posted so many yet. Like I have a lot of thoughts in mind, but actually the reason is I have poured everything into one post, so I couldn't make more. That's the basic reason. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I mean, I did see that post, and uh, I, I loved it. I, I did save it. I did share it to a couple of photographer friends that I have, and I did that, and I liked it. Um, what? So, what are the couple of things that are That a client normally would say and should not say to a photographer. So, uh, also adding to the previous, and then I'll come to this yeah. only that I, like I told you, I get, uh, you know, ageist is the new term now for this. Mm-hmm. A lot of people uh, say, "Oh, you're too young to be a professional." You, if you go see my Instagram highlights, you will see the old old posts would have. uh you're too young you're too young you're, that Correct. that has killed me like anything it hurt me so much that mm-hmm. why are you going on my age why are you going on the way i look why do you need me to come in a blazer and heels and and also because i'm a woman secondly mm-hmm. if you see mm-hmm. most photographers are men mm-hmm. and men can just wear anything and go they can wear a t-shirt they can wear a shirt it doesn't matter but the moment a girl wears a t-shirt she looks like a kid mm-hmm. i mean what what sort of Logic is that should I come as an auntie? You should see me now at shoots. I wear like a bun and I go because I'm like I I look like auntie. Call me auntie, no problem. I want to come like that. So yeah, so that that's that actually is the fuel. The too young, uh-huh. uh, which has stopped now. Of course, uh, because I look like an auntie now, so uh, I don't get told that. The new thing that I am hearing forever is that photographer gives me that. So why can't you? i have worked with a lot of a lot of other photographers why can't you mm-hmm. so why did you come to me i didn't ask you to work with me right you if you were comfortable go work with them mm-hmm. they, so there are sort just be human i feel why can't a person be kind like where does your kindness go are you a lot of people treat me like slave so i am going to be out there i have never spoken about the brand that has tortured me the most mm-hmm. they are the ones the uh, wife of the owner she hired me for the project uh, she treated me like a slave because mm. she asked me to be in my place like with mm. that view and everything uh, fortunately we didn't sign a contract mm. 
Mm-hmm. So I could escape that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that situation has made me realize that no more, like no client atrocities. I'm okay to not shoot for one whole year, but I won't tolerate the shit because you are coming to me for your work. Mm-hmm. I have not come to you. And even if I have come to you, I am giving you something magical, beautiful to make your brand grow better. Correct. And trust me, whoever I have worked with has given them sales. Mm-hmm. It's not some Sasha luck or anything, but I'm saying that uh, the work has given them sales. People have come looking at the food because they've mm-hmm. loved it or they've purchased the piece of clothing because they've loved it. Mm-hmm. There's a certain, not premiumness, but there's a voice to the photo that I have given to a brand. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm not going to tolerate you be mm. nice, be mm. nice, the least you can have. And that should be in a person, right? So uh, raw photos, asking for raw photos. No, no, nobody is giving you raw photos. Uh, one of the clients recently told me, oh, give me the dump. I said, what dump? What do you mean by dump? Like, mm. it's it's not garbage. It's mm. work. Mm. Just because you change that brownie a little bit. And mm. we took 10 photos of each turn of the brownie. Mm. It's a dump. Because it became 500 photos, no, after that, uh, each change you will make, shoot and show, shoot and show. So it becomes 500 photos at the end of the day. So for them, that is dumb. Mm. Uh, so he said that, give me uh, all the photos, I'll reuse it. So mm. I said, what's the point of me charging you per photo? If you are mm. going to take 500 photos, make 500 photos out of it as a content, which makes no sense. Mm. Uh, I mean, of course, it's the same photo two, three times. They, yeah. they think they'll make a lot of photos out of it. I'm like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Either crop kar diya, udar crop hai. Okay. So uh, I shouted. So the raw photo factor is this. Uh, second raw photo uh, issue is that I just, of course, I gave the dump to that girl. And uh, she posted the tripod legs in the frame and everything. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? No, I want to show the behind the scenes. I'm like, there is a way to shoot behind the scene. Mm. Just don't post the outtakes. I mean, the rejected files are not to be posted, Correct. which is why second reason of not giving raw files. So one is misuse. And uh, second is this, uh, you know, extra content at a mm. price that they have not even paid. Mm. So don't ask for raw files, clients, please don't. Okay. And uh, second is don't demean your photographer. They are coming there for you. Mm. You all are working together. So don't Mm. demean and saying that I'm doing you a favor. I'm going to promote you. And also uh, the free thing. So the moment you do a free photo shoot, they say uh, we will give you more work. The bait that, you know, try free with us. Then we'll give you more work next time. When? I have not seen, I have not seen a single person come back to me after that. So I say, uh, so this is also a no, no, please don't test photographers because when you're testing 100 photographers, you're ruining the brand voice. Again, if you're serious about your work, if you're serious about your brand, you won't do that mistake. Mm -hmm. Try two photographers, two, three max, try to find someone with a similar voice. Mm-hmm. so then go ahead and stick to them I know it's very hard to stick to people who don't uh, you know match your level mm-hmm. like, I have worked with photographers we've planned a year photo shoot and still it's not turned out well because our personalities didn't match mm-hmm. okay Correct. or they didn't like my work it's fine but don't mm-hmm. test 100 photographers and then you know look at your page it's all 
इसने कुछ किया उसने isn't that the whole point of giving you a very good beautiful <laughs> photograph that you don't have to do anything on it i don't know i don't know why people do that i still like i mean I, even i have personally never done it i mean if somebody has clicked for me i've never added that i don't know what makes them feel that it will look better or maybe they are trying to maintain their feed or something you know he let's add that one insta filter it looks same Correct. Possibly, yeah. i don't know That's- it's bad you're just ruining the edit no so what's the point uh <laughs> fair enough now so ideally ideally uh, if somebody let's say somebody does hire a photographer like somebody hires you as a photographer mm. for the food photography and for the uh, space photography and they found you through google or they find you found you through word of mouth or however they did find you mm. how how many days or what is the timeline that a brand or a cafe should plan this shoot before the opening like you would oh, require very very good question because yes okay so very very, very good, good question. question um because a lot of times the cafe is still under construction and we are conducting a photo shoot awful hmm. mistake uh, one get your cafe ambience in place completely mm. in place including the photos frames everything it has to have the final look if we are doing interior photos so that then comes your packaging so let's say you are a delivery kitchen or theek uh, hai even if you are a cafe and you have a takeaway cup have that in place with the appropriate stickers logos sizes don't keep any samples at the shoot so Correct. you know testing out this menu no then your menu should be final ambient should be final and your packaging your branding should be final like these are the stickers this is the logo everything should be final so maybe one week before the launch is fine one one and a half week before the launch but then your timeline has to include that i will launch as per after my photo shoot is done hmm. don't say oh i'm launching tomorrow can we have the shoot today can we have the photos today how how will the person do it Correct. because uh, person like me will manage uh, giving the photos same day but what if the person doesn't have that kind of you know what if i have a shoot tomorrow i cannot manage to schedule your edits also today your shoot also today you know and uh, so the concept of rush fee is not there in india but we do it uh, if you come as tomorrow you want a photo shoot i will charge you easily around 10000 just because you've come to me at rush Hmm. right because you want that kind of priority from me that i have to leave aside everything on earth to be your person correct so one one and a half week is best because you take at least 3 to 4 days for the images this is hmm. max like hmm. i mean i don't think it takes more than that 3 to 4 days hmm. uh again don't do a menu menu photo shoot but interiors is prime because we need the location Mm-hmm. and second is no sampling like don't say i want this salad to be clicked we'll see whether we want to include in our menu or not correct you're wasting the money no i mean you will bring another salad and then again you'll get it clicked from someone else so 
final menu, final interiors is what I would suggest. Correct. Okay, fair enough. Now, um, just for people who are into sort of food blogging or somebody who is more prone to of taking photographs of coffees and teas that he or she has, mm-hmm. and or just home food photography mm-hmm. as it is getting famous. Uh, what are the some basic guidelines that you think people should keep in mind when they are clicking photos, especially with their phones? Shoot near the window. Okay. Uh, choose a very good backdrop. So backdrop would be you can shop from me. Just plugging in that. Uh, <laughs> you have your so you most houses have wooden tabletops. Okay. Or you might have table if somebody doesn't understand tabletop table. So Please. table, wooden table marble table white table this is the classic indian household i mean or a black possibly at max hmm. second is you might have a bed sheet hmm. uh, risky because your mom will get upset with uh, the stains <laughs> and everything like if you're pouring coffee and you drop it of course you're going to stain it so you can have a dedicated bed sheet or a pillow cover as your base so backdrop is very important okay and second is the lighting uh, you know your window the closest it's okay even if it's kitchen it's okay if it's your bedroom balcony doesn't matter good lighting will give you great great content no matter whether you shoot oppo realme why iphone doesn't matter hmm. your phone needs good light hmm. so window lighting balcony lighting whatever lighting and hmm. second is backdrop so your choice of backdrop you can set your theme you can have your theme as your table you can have your theme as your floor, whatever. So set okay. that right. And uh, before they jump into props, like because they get so fascinated, I want this prop, that prop. Check your house for good props because I didn't know I had vintage spoons in my house. I went mm-hmm. to Chor Bazaar for it. So instead of going and shopping new things and spending unnecessarily, check if your house has those, uh, you know, have those long glasses, high ball, if I'm not wrong. You have those glasses for your... Yeah coffee videos or you have a beautiful tea set which you must have rejected saying you you know as a kid or whoever that that would be a good tea cup or a coffee cup then have your books you have your books you have your plants most houses have plants so again you can have plants uh and one more thing so if you don't have a tripod uh oh by the way there's this new uh signal pay you know traffic signals have tripods at 200 rupees correct so uh I mean, that's okay to invest as a phone. Correct. So people can invest in that or you can keep it leaned against a book, your phone. Mm-hmm. Hit record and do it. So steady okay. video would be recommended. So you can keep your uh, phone steady mm-hmm. for shooting. Uh, what else? Editing wise, see, I really can't recommend because see, most phones uh, don't have that facility. So the reels is the only way to edit the video. So then mm-hmm. I would suggest you know, shoot in cuts hmm. uh, because the reels will not take that one minute long video. They won't right. enter, like it won't come only in the feature. So what right. you can do is shoot 30 seconds, 30 seconds hmm. and then keep trimming it to post. So that's Correct. one Correct. recommendation. Nice. I think those are some good recommendations. I can try using them as well. <laughs> How good are the props from IKEA? Uh, so Ikea now has completely changed offline. The last time I visited, I was really disappointed because I was going to do a video on how to buy props from Ikea. Uh, so they had these individual plates and hmm. everything. 
and now it has concise to like a set of 12 which is bad oh. 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 so i won't recommend ikea unless you're shopping on, online it's fine hmm. uh, you can try home stop you can, home stop home center these are all pan india so it's good right Correct. better Correct. one stop is there so these places have these uh, glasses that you can purchase Mm-hmm. or you can even go to a local market which you would have never thought of you know i think that is one this. of the most undervalued place to find good stuff yeah, right yeah. and if you're bombay based then crawford market is your go to because crawford market has these glass selling people every uh, you know stall mm-hmm. you can buy single single pieces and mm-hmm. yeah or even if you buy a, sex, a set of six uh, my friend and i we split 3 uh, and 3 okay she so she will take 3 i take 3 uh, okay. so that's the best way so even if you buy 6 you if you know friends who are shooting you can give it to them or oh. you can give it to your family saying oh see i bought new glasses for shoot so props this i have a whole guide on props you can check that out as well now you have hmm. a minute to put your entire plug in oh now okay so <laughs> uh for sasha rants and unprofessional uh, ranting anger on clients and my work a uh, real side of my work sasha okay please if you want to see my work my trade story if you want to buy wooden boards chop and cut <laughs> and uh, yeah on my plate stories you will further find uh, guides and tips and tricks to be a food photographer uh because i do only on stories i don't charge money I have done two workshops. I chickened out after conducting two workshops. I can't do public speaking, so uh, <laughs> we have tips and tricks on stories, which is really helpful. Uh, we have a lighting guide, a tripod guide, you know, all those things. So yeah. And if somebody uh, would want to get in touch with you, um, mm-hmm. what is the best way to get in touch with you? DM. DM yeah. always. or i mean email i mean it's a bit professional so unless you want to get in touch with me for food photography whitebreadstories@gmail.com is fine or okay. dm is also fine because i will redirect them either ways so okay i won't i won't call them out for being unprofessional <laughs> <laughs> but i will definitely i will definitely call out a cafe if they call me for free work especially if it says exposure that yeah <laughs> exposure and free food because that is something i i not even new enough to want free food you know like I, you should be like a michelin star restaurant for me to want free food yeah <laughs> but that is that is like initial bait a lot of places give right i mean oh it's it's, it's i mean you get exposure and you have the free food no so the you... problem with the i want to to talk about this is that i'm okay even if i do a free shoot no problem but the thing is you will go tell 10 other people i did free for you so you're breaking it for me not for yourself i Correct. don't like free attention and keep it close like tell them no i paid them where you arrange the money from you don't have to tell like you just tell them you paid me right you don't have to pass on hey, hey go to her she does for free because i will say what the hell why am i getting so much free work at one correct so yeah that is there So if you want, you can talk to her and tell her that you can you can keep it a secret. <laughs> yeah, um, no problem. Depend depends on the brand. I will consider. <laughs> nice, great. Uh, anything else you would like to add? Uh, so last time I did uh, 
like so i wanted to talk about my uh, cafe photography experience Mm-hmm. so how as a chai person i thought because i initial conversation was that i really thought i should plug that in here yes, that uh, i'm a chai person and uh, i never thought i would end up shooting for a coffee brand mm-hmm. uh, so my friend uh, ashvina the wicked soul and i we go cafe hopping trust me i will give her thailand and paris cafes to her you know on instagram let's let's go here let's go here so so far we've done cafe hopping in bangalore it was very limited but i really want to explore that again uh, and i did in bombay okay. so these two things uh, made me interested in cafes mm-hmm. i started looking at the latte art they did i started looking at the interiors the props they have props as in the books and everything that they keep and then i came across sapko mm-hmm. so for me uh, i wanted to work with sapko very badly mm-hmm. uh, and i said ki why will they work with me you know like that obviously that Correct. thing is aspirational brand uh, and we ended up working together so for me it's a very big deal that i didn't think i would end up shooting coffee mm-hmm. and it's not something i craved too right but yeah. i did yeah and a funny incident i've had five cups of black coffee thanks to rahul he's uh, he made me drink five cups He's like, this is our new Ratnagiri uh, tried out. He he definitely doesn't know that I don't drink black coffee. Uh, so they have converted me completely. I mean, if I have to say, if I'm a coffee convert, it would be Sapko. Otherwise, uh, still a chai person. Nice. No, but yeah, yeah Sapko. Yeah, I also remember uh, from the last talk that we had. I did tell you that you know that photograph of that cross. The cross. On that mirror, I don't know what that. It is so beautiful. I mean, Sapko does make one of the best croissants in the country. Yes, uh, for sure. And that yes. photograph, man. Uh, By the way, like, that oh, was a trial. That was a trial. We wanted to pitch to Daniel, saying that why not? You know, let's try food on black because we do the cement look for them. Uh, hmm. And uh, we said, let's just you know, we have one batch being kept for next day. So bring it. Let's try it out on the black uh, mirror effect. I clicked it. Uh, we showed it to him. He was very, very impressed. He was, I wow. He was like, wow. How you know? We didn't expect that output for a bake. Mm. Uh, so of course we we are considering that look. Let's see when. But that was a pitch photo. Oh. And uh, it's just a test. Like we were just testing out it. That's what I thought that this is something I want to do in life. And I was on top of the world to achieve that. it seems so basic like it's so minimal but it speaks so much the oh, croissant nice. uh, on the mirror effect i look at that picture every time i look at that picture i know that i'm going to spend another 500 rupees <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of satisfaction i want from my work you know when i get the photo that makes me feel like an artist again yeah. that is something that but then and you end up interacting with clients who are you know very rude Hmm. uh you figure it out you did this you did that i didn't expect this out of you. it's just what am i doing here it that's hmm. the question that keeps coming hmm. you know so be kind is that's my biggest uh, takeaway from the industry right now be kind because which, then you will see which actually should be just a very basic human thing right i mean trust me see if you were a client for to me right and uh, we decided on five photos but you were very nice to me i will consider and give you more photos no problem mm. i will be i am that kind but mm. you stepped on the wrong side of me mm. right so 
you you they know they don't know what they're missing out on actually by being Correct. that way yeah yeah that is so true i mean it is so similar to food industry like you know you just be nice to the waiters man you just be nice to people yeah. who work in the restaurant yeah. just nice to be the chefs you have no idea how much that can help you like it is i don't know it is such a stupid thing to expect from people mm. to be just nice and kind but it is it is such a basic thing yeah. before we close um, mm. i just wanted to quickly also ask that being a a photographer now specifically mm. let's talk about food photographer uh, mm. in this industry what are the biggest challenges one can go through mentally mm. non mentally uh, financially what are the biggest challenge if you are starting so out financially would be a one nice elaborate topic uh, don't quit i was going to make a post on this that don't quit your job to be a photographer Hmm. until and unless you step the waters like let's say you are a barista now and you want to be a food photographer so you test keep testing while you are at your job if hmm. you feel it's going to pay you well go into it okay. so financially yes it's a big task to one find clients hmm. then to find clients who are going to pay you your cost hmm. so it's tough right uh, it took me these many years to reach the cost i am getting right now Correct. and it's still less it is very less if i have to live on my own sure. so one financially it's a big toll mm. so which is why i won't recommend uh, you know just jumping into it like that you need certain backup or prior experience or something basically Correct. second is uh, well not getting work because it's freelancer's job again so you don't know the fixed work so the solution to this is joining an agency so a solution to a food photographer if you want regular work join an agency they will keep giving you work you'll never okay. run out of it you are on salary also so as a freelancer it's more challenging to get clients because you've not put yourself out there so again nobody will know you etc etc it's a correct correct uh one more challenge would be then again not like the personal one would be not being good enough Hmm. because there's so many people right now hmm. so many people and insta fame has just given them more opportunities you know it's like a golden spoon silver spoon whatever mm. uh, so then people like me wonder that what did i do wrong mm. that why there is no fame to me correct or does fame actually get me work correct. is it the work or is it the fame so uh, so some things like these that could you know really put me down this is as a person i'm saying but as a food photographer challenges would be then going on adding your props because mm. what is happening is brands expect food styling and food photography in the same price so now yeah. if you know photography well and you don't have props then they'll be like no we expected props in mm. the cost so you're not bringing that we don't think we'll go ahead so these are also some like actual challenges that equipment props not having the right kind of equipment and props would be one issue that why people won't hire you hence you should talk to the photographer and see what's the thing you know are you going to providing a food style is are you yeah, not going to do that yeah that it is again sense yeah. yeah now that's cool great thank you very much it was just amazing speaking with you i love this uh, episode and i i hope a lot of people would understand a lot more Yes. and would take into consideration um, the points that you <laughs> spoken before they talk to the next photographer great yes yeah cool thank that you that is the much. goal actually
that is the that goal. is that should be the goal i mean yeah, i i i just hope it i is. want to educate it's not just about ranting i genuinely want to educate clients you know how you can get better photography done hmm. if you understood these following points correct so correct. yeah so that is it for this week's episode uh, i hope you enjoyed it uh, to get a different take on coffee we do have some amazing uh, episodes related to coffee uh, coming in the coming few weeks so please stay tuned for that and if possible do leave a review on apple or spotify podcast or wherever you're listening to the podcast right now that would really uh, help me a lot and if you do have any feedback please do share uh, either on instagram or email me or just pick up a call and text me if you have my number um next week we'll be back with another interesting episode till then stay safe uh, have some coffee but also remember let's make coffee simple